This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Before we get into it today, I want to start with a little song, and this is how I feel about you, Larry. Well, I hope that I don't fall in love with you. I don't want to fall in love with you, Larry, because falling in love is so hard. Anyway, that was Tom Waits. He's a musician. And his quote we're using today is, a gentleman is someone who can play the accordion, but doesn't. Um, That makes me think of that guy that shows up to a party with his acoustic guitar and wants everyone to pay attention to him. I think it's like, if you're good at something, like you don't need to brag about it. That's how I kind of read this. It's like someone that plays the accordion... um, and like whips it out all the time is annoying and i don't want you to be i don't want people to be annoying and i don't know if that that quotes any reads any different to you but uh i like i like that that, that was kind of how i took it was if you're good at something you don't need to brag about it like if you're a really good golfer you're not always talking about a, how great a golfer you are because you're just subtly confident in your skills you don't need to kind of work that out in front of other people yeah i have this rule of thumb that if anyone says they're good at something they're not and <laughs> I think with skiing is probably the most like a lot of people who are average skiers are like, I'm awesome. Like I'll go down black diamonds. And uh, I have a friend, Eric, who, you know, who is a semi pro skier is probably the best skier I've ever met. If you ask him about it, what he was, uh, we were in New Orleans and he uh, was talking to my uncle, my brother overheard the conversation. He's like, Oh, my daughter was about to be a ski instructor. And he's like, Oh, do you ski? And Eric's like, yeah, I guess like, (laughs) Meanwhile, that day he had posted a, a him doing a double back flip over a highway on skis. And so, uh, yeah, I think maybe there there's something to be said about being humble and not trying to uh, peacock. Yeah, dude, the peacock. We use the peacock line, you know, because uh, this this quote comes out a bunch of different ways. It's like if you know how to play the banjo and don't you're you know, if you have the saxophone, the bagpipes, there's many iterations of this thing. But I like the banjo every once in a while. I like the saxophone. I like bagpipes. Like when you run across a bagpipe player, it's like stunning how loud and crazy that is. But you wouldn't want that like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You would you kind of want it every once in a while. Right. And maybe I'm reading into this a little bit too much. But another way to look at it is a gentleman uh, is someone who can play the accordion. Accordion is not uh, a well-known instrument. So it's like you have a... um, a bag of tricks like i might not know that you can make a souffle or something every once you can every once in a while you can uh whip that out and so it's like you're more of a well-rounded person and i think that's something that's also nice to have that if you're a cpa maybe also you can smoke uh, a rack of ribs really well yeah and uh you know i gotta be honest like people that play the bagpipes i mean not the bagpipes the accordion are kind of like odd i don't you know i don't know a huge amount of them but like anybody that like i've met that's like that guy's kind of like not normal yeah well my parents listen to this show and my mom can play the accordion what i guess she can answer to herself if she is odd or not i think how did she like why did she pick up the accordion her dad had it and it's like uh, i mean she plays the piano she's an amazing piano teacher and so like you have to be able to play the piano and then keep beat uh, with going in and out so 
we had one for a while and I messed around with it. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun genre. I mean, it's in Cajun music and polka. It kind of like, I, I challenge people not to bob their head when there's a little bit of accordion going on. I feel like we kind of nailed the quote, but like, how do you learn? I mean, how do you learn how to play the accordion without playing the accordion? I mean, there has to be accordion be music being played to be learn how to do it in the first place. Yeah, I mean, are you asking like how does it how do you even get into it? Well, that my point is like I get the crux of the quote, but like oh. you have to play it to play it, right? And so someone has oh. to you're someone had to, you know, I mean, your obviously your mom's father loved the accordion, so he didn't mind her playing it, but like right. on the street corner when you walk by and someone's playing the accordion. I bet like 20% of the people that are passing are like, dude, just shut up. Yeah. Or I'm sure I played the tuba in junior high and my parents <laughs> were like, stop playing the tuba, stop practicing at home. That was funny. That came about because I played trumpet and there was like 10 trumpets and I was like fifth or sixth chair. I'm like you're big, you can handle a tuba. So they, uh, they needed more tuba players. And so I played the tuba and uh, that was uh, someone, a gentleman, as someone who used to play the tuba but doesn't man tuba is so underrated like i love the roots one of my favorite bands as a tuba player like an old school tuba like the sousaphone that goes around i don't know what kind you played and it's so it's such adds such a cool sound to a band yeah it really rounds it out the sousaphone yeah. is the one that you have in the marching band that you can yeah. wear and a tuba is the exact same sa sound it's just you have a stand for it and so, yeah, that's a, that's a fun thing about the tuba. I don't know. Do you have any hidden talents that people wouldn't know by looking at you? I you really don't have any hidden talents. There's nothing that I try to like work in. Yes, I take that back. The one thing that I'm very proud about, and I often bring it up as soon as I can, is that I cut my own hair and, and dye my own hair. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm around and I can bring that up, I totally just am like, oh, yeah, I cut my own hair. Yeah. Well, I, I think just looking years. at you, sometimes people might know that you dyed your own hair. <laughs> hey that's not cool man well that's not cool. that was kind of a shot you yeah you do a good job i like your uh what is it if you cut your own hair and it works you're good otherwise you have to like your wife has to sign off otherwise you shave your head yeah that that's kind of how i started like 20 years ago i was like well what's the worst thing that happened i have to shave my head mm -hmm. and sort of that way today right if i mess it up by the way in like 20 years of cutting my hair i've never gone like Oh crap! I gave myself a bad haircut. I got to start over. I've always done a decentish job. Yeah, when I was in college, my uh, uh, friend across the hall cut his own hair. He just shaved his head. He's like, "Hey, will you trim up my neck?" Whew, I did. I had never done that before, and I went way too high, and I, uh, I trimmed <laughs> off a little bit too high. So I, I don't think that's something I should be doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just don't don't judge a book by its cover. Maybe people have hidden talents, and they're just waiting to come out. You, the thing about this, though, the people that are sort of bragging that love to tell you their hidden skill, uh, I personally want to stab them in the heart with like a hot rod. But, um, you know, but I really feel like that is one of the fine qualities of like a gentle man. They yeah. don't they just know how to be humble and sit in their own skin. Yeah, I don't know. This is whatever. Uh, the sexiest man alive is always <laughs> something that comes on people. And I feel like for the most part, those guys get interviewed and like, yeah, w w it is what it is. Idris Elba, who I used to love from the wire, like he yeah. owns it. He's like, yeah, I'm hot. And <laughs> what's up? So, I mean, even when you become braggadocious, it's like, it's like, oh, it's kind of gross. People naturally want you to be humble, whether that's the right way to do it or not. I think I thought um, when George Clooney got it, 
people, mm-hmm. sexiest man alive or whatever, and they were like interviewing him, and I would, and he just he just played it so well. You know, it, that's a hard way to, you know, you're getting attention. He's an actor, but he, it, it looked like he was effacing with, with that kind of compliment. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how they picked that. I don't know if uh, you're listening to the show and you want to write an email to Personnel. People, people Magazine and write in vote Larry Robert Olson. <laughs> Bro, I am late 40s. I could be further from the sexiest man alive, dude. I would pay a lot of money to watch you have to accept that award and be real uncomfortable. Did you see what I did there? I was being a gentleman. I was deflecting. I I know. (laughs) If you think, if you want to watch Larry play the accordion, please reach out. (laughs) You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for the Polka Man. Thanks for stopping by.